Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss the other people's mentor. And this is episode 467 on the show about cultivating happiness. Look, y'all, we ain't got no time for no sadness. Look, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Don't act, don't, don't, don't let me bamboozle you right now and let you think that I am always happy. But I think this episode is really going to help you through a lot of this stuff. And so I think you're going to enjoy it. I think your teams will enjoy it. I think everybody you know will enjoy it. So make sure that you listen to this episode, take a lot of really good notes, screenshot this, put it in your story, tag me at I'm Boss Lee and Jesse Lee Ward. Of course, you can follow me on TikTok, which is just I'm Boss Lee or Boss Lee Biz is all business tips. If you like those little shorty clips, make sure you follow that. Those are great to share to your Instagram stories and stuff like that. Uh, at any rate, I hope you love this and make sure you subscribe to the show. Make sure you leave a five-star review. Make sure you subscribe to the tele- Do I, I have like a laundry list list of homework for you, don't I? It's like a homework assignment. Subscribe here. Get my free scripts in the link in the bio. Go to the Jesse Lee Telegram. For God's sake, oh, I am I am a headache. I'm just kidding. I know you guys love it. But jessieleetelegram.com pop-up call, I do believe, is coming today. And we're not going to do it on Telegram. We're going to do it on Zoom. So make sure you have that done for you and your teams so everybody can get trained. I noticed that Tuesday afternoons, today's a Tuesday, um, tend to be really, really good for you guys. So we'll, do, we'll definitely do a pop-up for all of you. All right. Uh, With that said, your reviews mean so much to me. I read every single one of them and they put me in these happy, happy, happy moods. Speaking of cultivating happiness. So today's reviewer is KB. Boss Lee raising bosses. Jessie Lee holds nothing back with anything she does. She's true and honest. I am so glad I found her podcast. She inspires me and teaches me how to be a boss. Thank you, Jessie Lee, for all the inspiration. I love that so much. Now, what you are hearing on this episode of the show is me training a network marketing team. Anything that can be perceived as an income claim cannot and will not be guaranteed. What I do is super, super hard work and by no means am I ordinary. So with that said, listen and know that I'm not making any income claims. And if you want to have success in something like this, please make sure that you have, um, you're working your butt off, right? You're working your butt off and it is so worth it in my opinion. So you just keep on going. If you choose to participate in a network marketing company, please just understand it's really hard hard work okay all right i love you guys i appreciate you guys hope you love this episode of the show like i said those of you that take the time to go ahead and leave five star reviews mean a lot to me easiest way to share it is grab the exact link from this episode and send it to your chats etc love you appreciate you enjoy this episode of the show (laughs) what i'm going to talk about today is actually about happiness right so I want to talk about happiness because we're, we're talking about it a lot. You know, hurt people hurt people. Some of you, like, you might not know that I know that you're a gossip queen. Um, it all comes back to me. Like, heads up, okay? Just because I'm still nice to you, um, I remember, I love you guys. Like, it's all love. It's just that some of you are not really that good of people right now. Um, just being totally honest. And I know it's because the pandemic, I hope it's because the pandemic, all right? But I'm looking at some of your faces and you think I don't know, but some of you, I want to tell you about yourselves, okay? I won't. <laughs> I won't, but I know some stuff you might think I don't know because you run, you know, people, we, we run our mouth. I do it too. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm perfect. Okay. But you run your mouth to people. You think it's not going to get back and it does. And I don't think you would have ever done it if it weren't for 18 to 24 months of, um, of just isolation. You know, I don't think you would put people against people the way some of you have been putting each other against people or trying to literally put me, put people against me, like on the team even. Guys, like just because somebody's nice to you and you think that they have an allegiance to you, I want to warn you. You might want to let your teams know 
Most of those people come right back to me like, I'm going to tell you about Megan George. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not Megan George, okay? I just wanted to use the most, like, obviously not real example, okay? It comes right back to me, and then I do look at you differently, right? I do go, huh? It's like that, okay? And then I have to stop, and that's what we're going to talk about today, and go, that person is not happy with themselves. If Cheryl's trying to put Madison against Amanda, who's trying to put Tracy against Stephanie, Denise against Crystal, Michelle against Lauren, Lori against Adele, Lakeisha against Jackie, Brooke against Deb, Kristen against uh, Yoa, like it is this crazy drama triangle. And if we are going to continue to move forward as an organization, if we're going to build this organization to the levels of success we absolutely can grow this to, we have to start working as a unit. I mean, for real. Um, and I just got back from, um, I just got back from, it was really 24 hours, but with the, uh, basically the board of Prove It, right? We don't really have a name or anything. Um, but we were in this lake house and some of you probably saw my status. Some of you might not have. Um, and something Terry LaCour said, and Terry is majority owner, just so you know, of Prove It. Um, we, it was the very first night, so we're all together, and we're, we're sitting around, uh, you know, this ridiculous pool. I, should, I think I have a good video of it. I'll show you guys. It's like a two-level pool with a slot. It, like, has one of those little sand, like, you walk down into the pool. Like, it's not even like you get, you know what I mean? Like, it was bougie, okay? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, and it's one hour, one minute from my apartment, so I'm kind of over here like, well, damn. Like, can we just, and Terry's like, you guys can come anytime. Like, run a contest tomorrow. I don't care. I'm like, say freaking less. Like, anyway, so um, not the point of the story. So Terry says, he goes, this group, and now I'm talking to you guys, okay? He said, this group needs to start operating like a family. And here's what he meant by it. He got into it. He said, it's very normal when you have a family, brothers and sisters. How many of you have brothers and sisters out of curiosity? I think probably a lot of you, most of you, right? Mm-hmm. Or grown kids, maybe. You have brothers and sisters that you haven't seen for years, maybe. So you don't know when Tawny breaks her toe. Or you don't know when Sydney has bronchitis. Or you don't know when uh, Nancy's nephew has strep throat, right? Or whatever. Fill in the blanks. But then when you come together, you go, whoa. Is everything okay? I love you. Because that's what a family does. You don't need to know every freaking detail of everybody's lives, he was saying. And he said, but what people will try to do, and it's happened. I mean, it's, it's happened on this call. It's a high-level leadership call, so if I'm a little bit direct, I'm not sorry about it. Okay? He said, what people will try to do is they will try to put you against each other. The bigger and more powerful the family gets, the more people try to put people against each other. And you have to make a decision that it's not going to happen. You have to make the decision. No, like I'm on Amber's team. No, no, no. I know Sam and Dean are not on my team, but they are on my team. I, Roxanne is on my team. She's part of my family. Sophia is part of my family. I'm going to protect her because what's going to happen is you're going to get messages like, well, Candace Saber, and did you hear what Dion did over there? Oh my God. And then Christine, like, 
And you have to understand something that was said that I thought was so powerful is assume the intent. Write this down, by the way. Assume the intent is always good. And Lisa said something then. She, uh, this is like the next day. Lisa said something I really liked. She goes, you know what? She's like, every time somebody says something to me about Jesse Lee, even if it's something crazy, I go, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I got to call her and find out. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, it's, that's not possible. She did not set that house on fire. She used some ridiculous example, right? She said something like, oh, you, so she had blood all over her hands. It wasn't Jesse Lee. Like, that was, it actually wasn't. I got to give her a call. And if you start making the decision that we are going to run forward together as a team and more like a family, nothing will stop this. But as soon as you start going, well, Whitney this and Brooke that and Kayla this and Denise that and Ileana that and Lee this and blah, blah, blah. It starts to fray apart. And back to the point of this, I do believe a lot of this comes down to happiness. Are you happy in your life? Are you happy in your business? Because if you are, you don't act out. You just don't. I don't have time for hate. How the hell? How, where, where am I going to carve hate in my schedule? Like, good God. I can't even hardly call. There's a freaking lead who for like, she missed. I called her, right? Like I called her in the one like five minute break I had. <laughs> she missed the call. She's been calling like every 20 minutes since then. I'm like, I'm not free. You literally missed the call. Okay. Like you missed the call. You are so dead set on a freaking phone call, sister. Like, <laughs> like you, like, I, I, I don't tell you, I don't have time. If I don't have time to call a lead, do you really think I have time to spiral out of control about hate about Renee or Joellen or Angela? Hell no. I have no time for that. I only have time to cultivate happiness. Okay. And look, happiness, quite frankly, is going to make you like, we're talking about this 90 day run coming up that we're going to put together. Um, because we just need to, as a team, we've got to run, you know, uh, Eric said something really profound. He said, he said, what did he say? He's like, Jesse Lee's worked 16 hours a day or whatever. He's like, no one else probably has. And then he said, when was the last time you actually worked eight hours a day? And I loved your faces at his house when y'all were like, oh, no, <laughs> like eight real hours, you know, like whoopsies. OK, I love that honesty. But I'll tell you, I said my interjection about the 90 day conversation. I know you all heard it. My interjection was around, hey, it can't just be work your business for 90 days like that. You have to focus on your health. Remember, I was talking about like, y'all got to eat differently. Y'all got to exercise. Y'all got to keep, keep your, your, your temple a temple, right? And I interjected that because several people I know who have not even completed a 90-day run didn't complete it because they ended up in a hospital, right? They, were, they literally burned themselves out from exhaustion. Now, granted, they ended up making millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. So, you know, weigh your success or whatever, however you want to. I'm just telling you, if you focus on your happiness, what comes right in line is health. What comes right in line is longevity. How many of you have ever seen the quote that's like, the only workout you'll ever regret is the one you didn't do? You ever seen that? The amount of times that I drag myself to the gym, like straight up, like I might as well be like this, like pulling myself, right? Like pulling myself to the gym. It's pretty frequent if we're being honest. But every time I go, I'm like, damn, but that felt really good. Somewhere around like 30 minutes in, I'm like, oof, yeah, 
Yes, I kind of regret my leg workout yesterday because there was this yoked girl next to me. She got under the freaking bar and I thought to myself, oh, I haven't power lifted in a while. Why not? Let's just, let me go, let me match her and then let me outlift her. I was stronger, but um, <laughs> my cheeks. <laughs> oh my God, y'all, my cheeks. <laughs> okay, like, <laughs> woo! I mean, the toilet is, uh, <laughs> wow. I'm glad that I'm sitting on a padded seat here on my little throne because, oh my God. Um, so, you know, and I don't work out easily anyway, but yesterday, oh geez, I don't regret it. That was my point. The happiness will predict your health. The happiness will predict your longevity in your business. And something that, um, there, so, so long story short, there was a meeting. I can't, I'm totally NDA'd on this. I can't tell you much at all. This isn't even like a Jesse Lee's going to tell you a secret. This is like, I swear to everything, I cannot tell you this. Um, it's like not a flavor drop kind of thing, right? But there was a private meeting, that's all I can say. Um, and somebody was talking to somebody. This is a terrible story. Oh, God. Um, somebody was talking to somebody and said, the way you can dictate the health of your company is going to be based off of if the leader's checks are, leader's checks are growing, and how happy the leaders are. How happy the leaders are. And so to go back to the conversation that I wrote about in my caption on that Facebook post, when it got to me in the circle, one of the very first things that came out of my mouth was, no one said it, but I'm not happy. And I didn't mean about our team. And I'm not talking about my life. Okay, I was talking about a leadership group that literally does not know me as a human, treats me like I'm not human, right? Now, I want you to reflect on yourself for a second here because this is not a conversation about the prove it inner circle at this point. This is a conversation about every single one of you. How many of you don't treat Kelsey like she's human or don't treat Brittany like she's human or don't treat Kristen like she's human? You go, oh, well, well, I don't understand why she's doing that. So, ha, 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 right? And we go down these crazy rabbit holes and we completely forget that the more you talk or even think negatively about the people that are supposed to be in your family, it's not affecting them anywhere near as much as it's affecting you. And back to my very first point when I opened this call, we're all human, and I think the pandemic has completely wiped that away for, from some of us, okay? But that happiness scale, that, that progress in your business, I know some of you think it's action, action, action. If I keep showing up, if I keep doing more, if I do more TikToks, if I do more lives, if I do, all of that's like accurate, you know, like I need you to do TikToks and Instagram posts and whatever, Madison or, or Christian or whoever. I need you to do all those things. But have you noticed the difference in your success when it's based off of a level of happiness? Like when you're feeling joy in what you're doing, have you noticed how much, why? It's no different than the TikTok you made with the same damn sound. Well, then why is the one where you are actually having fun and laughing and coming from a place of joy? Why is that one selling a bunch of ketones? Why is that one closing Mitoplex? Why is that one closing Recruit Leads? right? Because there's a different level of energy that's behind it. And every single one of us has that power to make these changes in our behavior to move our organization forward. Because look, it's not about, first of all, it's not about you. It's about us. And it's so easy to think, oh, I did this. 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 
right? The company can't exist without me, me, me. The empire can't exist without me, me, me. We all do this, okay? We're all human. We all have egos. And ego is not necessarily a bad thing until it turns into your enemy, okay? But there are so many moving parts of our team, of the empire. I want you to stop for a second and think to yourself, how much each of those people in these pillar leadership roles, whether they're in the lab or not, I'm not talking about the lab right now, have actually affected your business in a positive way. Because as soon as you start to understand that and humble yourself a little bit, you start to understand, well, you know what? The more Christian shows up, it does make my business easier, right? When Adele gets creative and does blah, 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 it does help me. When Florence and Andreas are out there becoming keto king and queen of Germany, it does help me, right? When Mexico's on fire with co- collectively, what, 10 million TikTok followers for our Mexican team alone, you start to go, wait a minute. So I don't really know Carrie yet. I don't really know Roberto like that. I don't really know David like that. I don't really know Bruce like that. I don't really know Adriana like that. I don't really know um, Cecilia like that, but... They're an important part to my business too, right? And then you start to have happiness for them. It doesn't hurt you when Brooke rank advances or when Bree rank advances or when whoever moves up in their business. It helps you. It doesn't hurt you, right? And so these small changes in our behavior, uh, a step forward into more happiness in your life is going to change a lot. So let's kind of talk through it. First of all, where is your mind? Where is your mind? Because the happiness, eh, it has to come from within. And it's not to say you can't feel jolts of happiness. We've all felt it, right? You felt jolts of happiness when you get a text back from somebody you've wanted a text back from, right? You feel jolts of happiness when somebody, when, you, when your partner grabs your butt, right? You feel jolts of happiness when somebody closes a sale and you get the ding, the, the hit of oxytocin in your pulse app, right? You get little pieces of happiness when a friend you haven't talked to in a while sends you a text back. All these little things. I'm not saying those aren't moments of happiness. What I'm saying to you is inside of that, are you happy with you as a person? And you can call it a character conversation. You can call it whatever, but more of you need to start doing things that make you happy. We've talked a lot about this over the last couple of, I don't know, maybe half year or something. I straight up told the champs, I'm like, get a MF and hobby. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, your hobby is prove it. Um, not healthy, okay? I'm like, your hobby is selling ketones? No, mm right? Your only friends are inside of this team. I swear, guys, I got, I, I laid into these people, okay? I was ho- not hollering, but this, I was doing this at your champs. Wasn't I, champs? Wasn't I in your faces a little bit like, You can't only be friends with the freaking empire. You don't need to recruit all your friends. Right? Like, I mean, sometimes you will recruit some of your friends. Like, it just kind of happens like that. But it's perfectly okay to have relationships outside of this. It's good for your mental health. And some of you are like, I literally don't have friends outside of the empire. Okay, I get that. 
But like, maybe can you go get that hobby we just talked about? And then you can find friends who do roller derby with you, or you can find friends who, you know, go get their hair done with you, or you can find friends who go whatever gardening with you or a mom group where you don't recruit them. You just probably end up selling them ketones because you're the only mom with some damn energy and the rest of them are out there zombie momming. Okay. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I sell a whole, a whole hell of a lot of ketones at these networking things I go to. Okay. Like, I mean, (laughs) but I have friends. I have friends that have nothing to do with what we're doing and it has made my life more fulfilled. It has made my life happier and it has allowed me to have a separate life from the business, which is so important because how many of you, if I ask you a question, how many of you have been stressed out from your team before? Because let me tell you, y'all have, y'all have caused a lot of gray hairs. Okay. I mean, I don't even want to take responsibility for the gray hairs y'all have caused because I did not tell them to turn gray, but y'all have turned them gray. Yeah. Look at Cheryl Pike. Y'all been stressing her out. Okay. She has pointed at her head. All right. Like, I mean, I'm just telling y'all. <laughs> Lee, Lee lost all his hair from this team. He was a full headed man over here, hair. And then he joined and y'all stressed him out. And now he is bald and beautiful. Might I add? Okay. Tracy's out there smiling too. Okay. Like, look, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, obviously, but I need us to find places where you can escape. Okay. Where you can find happiness. You all deserve that. And part of choosing the happiness in your mind is learning how to tame your negative thoughts and approach each day with optimism. And here's how you do that. Number one, negative thinking. Look, conquer it. Choose to conquer negative thinking. It is the tendency of the world for people to be a little bit more hmm than ah. All right, and you see this every day. I, I, I've referenced this, I think, at, um, I know it was at Eric's house. I don't remember if it was in front of the whole group or if it was in front of only the, um, only in front of the masterminding group. But I mentioned somebody on this team who is, uh, uh, she's not on this call actually, but somebody, she's supposed to be, she probably didn't get the, the thing. But anyway, so she texted me her first night in Vegas or I don't know what night it was in Vegas. She texted me and she goes, I'm here with a friend of mine and I can't believe this. These people, why are people so negative? Everything about her life is woe is me. Everything is how her life is falling apart. Everything is about how everything in life is happening to her. Everything is about how this and this and this and this. She's like, I didn't realize how negative humans tend to be. And it's true. People tend to internalize and think about their bad experiences way more than the positive ones, which brings me back to another huge thank you for the massive empire love bombing because I don't think about the negative that often. And then when it is a sea of psychopaths, okay, where it's like, what the hell? Like, how do I weed through these freaking crazy people? Okay, like, even my VAs are like, help! All right, I'm about to have to hire a second Dave. I hope I'm gonna have to get some Dave squared or whatever. All right, like, oh my God. Okay, I'm like, whoa, whoa. I know it's easy to go, what is going on? And a lot of the times we have quite frankly learned from our childhood where maybe there was bullying 
Or maybe there was trauma. Or maybe there was betrayal. Right? If you've had any of those three things, those situations I'm sure all of us have encountered, right? You get to make the choice to quickly react to that crisis, if you will, in your mind and train your brain to conquer these negative thoughts, right? Because like as an example, uh, like I mentioned, crazy people, right? Clearly there's a lot of these people out there in the world, all right? But there's a crazy person situation uh, that was going on about a week ago, right? Like total, total nut job. I'm like, oh my God, like you already told me you're crazy. Now you're just acting crazy. I should have listened to you when you told me you were crazy. Why didn't I listen to this? Okay, and like another like betrayal, another, you know, big bullying situation, whatever. I immediately went to, oh no, see, we're not doing this. Like Alicia said, oh, no, 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 no. I could have jumped right down into the rabbit hole. I could have been sending emails back, texts back, Facebooks back. I could have been fighting, right? How many of you have done that in the past? I've done it in the past. Like you read their long paragraphs and you're like, I know what I'm going to do. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. I am going to tell you about yourself. Oh, you wrote me that email? That's 19 paragraphs long. I'm going to do better. I'm going to do 20 paragraphs. Here we go. Um, and we do this and we sit there at our, you guys, I can't be the only one who's done that. I still remember the last time I did it. It was right when I left my last company. That was the last time I sent one of those emails. Woo-wee! I responded word for word, basically every line, like deconstructing the craziness that she was writing. I'm like, mm. Oh, really? Because is that what happened? Let me tell you what really happened. Like, this is me keyboard worrying against this girl, right? Nuts. It is not useful for you. My reaction now is very quick. Ooh, ah, dumb. Okay, moving along. Right? You can train your brain to react like that. Oh, Mimi. Hey, what's up? All right. At least she said thank you. She was polite. Sometimes people are like cussing and moaning and stuff on here. So thank God she was being polite. All right. So anyway, you can't stop negative thoughts. All right. So write this down. You can't get over, you can't conquer negative thinking by going, I have to stop thinking about this. I have to stop thinking about this. I have to stop thinking about this. I have to stop. Like how many of you tried that and failed, right? It just makes you think about it more. It literally makes you think about it more. Okay. So maybe right now it's a rank thing and you're in this negative cycle where you're like, I'm worrying about MVP. I'm worrying about MVP. I'm worrying about MVP. Right. Or, or, or. You're like, don't, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. I mean, don't, 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 don't think about champ. Don't think about champ. Don't think about champ. Don't think about champ. And how many of you, when you're like, don't think about champ, all you freaking think about is champ. Okay. Don't think about it. 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 Don't think, don't think about pro champ. Don't think about rank eight. Don't think about rank nine, rank nine, rank nine, rank eight, rank eight. And all you're sitting there thinking about is like, why am I not rank eight? Okay. Where are my four customers? Where's my four customers? Where's my four customers? Okay. It's clearly not working, so we're going to stop and just acknowledge it just for like a minute. Ooh, I am worrying about ProChamp. I am obsessing. Okay. And breathe. And then next step is treat yourself like a friend would treat you. Because what you're doing is you're in this negative cycle where you're obsessing and then you're being mean to yourself. So I want you to ask yourself when you're feeling down about whatever, ask yourself, what would a friend say right now? And then apply that advice that you just gave your friend to you.
Hmm. Okay. Then you got to challenge these negative thoughts. Challenge them. Okay. Like sometimes you might say, this is why people quit. People don't quit because they're actually failing. They quit because they tell themselves they're failing. Know what I mean? Like you're not actually failing. You keep telling yourself, oh my gosh, I'm a failure. Instead of acknowledging all the success you've had. Like those of you who have ever dropped rank, you do this. I, I see it all the time from the leaders. Okay. All the time from the achievers. All the time. Oh, I'm chasing this rank. Why am I struggling to hit that rank again? Ah. Okay. How about you stop for a minute and you say something like, I've had a lot of success in my career. And this is just an unfortunate setback, but it does not reflect on me as a leader. And I think I can learn from this. And I think next month I can do better. Hmm. Start asking yourself some questions. Like, uh, am I basing this on facts or feelings? Because your feelings are valid, but your feelings are not always factual. You've heard me say that. I know you have. Ask yourself, am I misinterpreting this right now? Am I misinterpreting what's going on? Um, Or how would a friend of mine view this situation? Right? Or how might I view this situation if it happened to somebody else and it wasn't happening to me? Like how many of you have a friend or an accountability partner who's dropped rank? Anyone? Most of you have. Right? Okay. So what do you say to them? Are you mean to them? Do you tell them, well, that's probably because you literally didn't work last month the way you should have. Like, actually, if you would have done, like, two times the lives, you lazy sack of crap, you wouldn't have missed rank dingling, right? You do, like, the, the stuff you say to yourself. All these things. You just didn't do enough. You didn't post good enough photos. You didn't send enough follow-ups. Bree. Right? Whatever that is, whatever that, that mean stuff is you say to yourself, I know you're saying to yourself, how would you say it to Megan? Girl, you're freaking amazing. You motivate me every day. You write some of the best scripts on this team. I've seen the way you follow up. And last time I checked, you got a lot going on in your personal life. So can you breathe for a minute and give yourself some grace? It's one month. Were you planning on quitting this month anyway? Were you going to quit next month? No. You were going to do this for life? Well, then who cares? Is it a big deal? Nah, girl, brush yourself off. We got another month. Let's go. It's November. Start doing that. Challenge these crazy, crazy things that you're saying to yourself. There's no need for that. Guys, I don't know if you've noticed this, but according to the, to the rewards plan we still have in writing, we're, I'm still not legend. We're still not a freaking legend team. Imagine... Because we set the goal for a year, right? Like, we really thought we were going to be legend in a year. Well, (laughs) whoops. Four years later, okay? Like, oopsie poopsie. You don't see me over here like, Jesse Lee, you lazy sack of crap. Jesse Lee, you are such a, you you don't recruit enough people. Jesse Lee, you didn't do enough lives. Okay, I'm not over here 
bashing myself for something that makes no sense when I committed to this company and I said, no matter how long it takes, we're going to the top. No matter how long it takes, we're going to be number one. No matter how long it takes, we're going to be legend. No matter how long it takes, we're going to have a rack of legends. No matter how long it takes, we are going to develop people. No matter how long it takes, we're like this vision. Be nice to yourself. And I really want you all to start doing that because the bottom line is we all have negative thinking. But if we recognize it and we challenge that thinking, we're taking a huge step forward to a happier life. Like a a huge step. How many of you, as soon as I gave that directive to ask how you talk to your accountability partner, had like just felt a sigh of relief? You're like, oh my God. I am being mean to myself. Because I know I've talked about this a couple different ways before, but I've never used it as an example like that. And I think some of you just went, oh, so that's like that mean girl in my head that Jesse Lee's talked about. But you might have just needed that example. Like I can literally, like I feel like the pressure of the Zoom lowered. Like (sighs) as soon as I said that, be nice to yourself in your goals. All right. And the last thing around that, maybe not last thing, but when it comes to controlling your thoughts, you need to control your breathing. This is straight up science, okay? This is science. Have any of you given birth before or had a woman in your life give birth? Doesn't have to be a wife or a partner or whatever, but like, have you seen someone give birth? Okay, what, do, what does a doula, a midwife, a doctor, a nurse, a whatever, a whoever, a whatever, what do they tell the mothers every single time that they're in a contraction? I guess I kind of already gave it away, but they tell you to breathe. And then they literally teach you how to breathe. Something you've been doing since the day you came out of your mother, they have to tell you how to do. So those of you who go, I don't need a breathing practice, Jesse Lee. I am fine. You are not fine. Okay? You are clearly not fine. You get in these high-stress environments. You got teammates screaming at you. You got customers with tingling toes mad at you. You got haters on Facebook yelling at you. You got people on TikTok saying you got a gap in your teeth. All right. You got people call me a man all the time. All right. I know Brittany Anderson's on my front screen, so I want to say it. Right. Like they said something else to her. Like they say I'm either on drugs. She's on drugs. She's a, yeah, what else? Yeah, she's drugs. She was born a man. Is this a, look at this, look at what this man is saying. I'm like, dude, I mean, (laughs) I must be the hottest man out there in these streets. That's fine all right but anyway like did you see her ass great question amber have they seen this ass okay i don't think they have but anyway like what is wrong with these people they're not happy with themselves they're not happy with themselves so stop and breathe Now, some of you are like, I can't remember the counts. I'm not going to hold it long enough or exhale it long enough or inhale it long enough or whatever the hell. I never remember. Is it three, five, four? Is it seven, two, nine? What the hell? Anyone there? You're like, I've heard about this breathing stuff, but I like, I can't remember. Anyone? Okay. A lot of you are nodding. Whitney's like, I feel seen. (laughs) Okay. I don't care how you do it. Remember this. Breathe in and count to whatever number. And just exhale for longer. That's it. So if it's two and seven, great. If it's three and nine, great. If it's three and five, great. If it's one and six, great. Just make your exhales longer. Slow down your breath 
and be nicer to yourself. Like how many of you have seen something online and all of a sudden you can hear your heartbeat in your ears. You get so mad so fast. Breathe. Breathe. I'm telling you, it'll change your business. All right? Now, happiness again. Rewrite these stories. Okay? Rewrite your story about yourself. Rewrite your story about personal experiences. Rewrite all of this. Okay? Some of you don't like to write. It's still an assignment I'm going to give you. Put the pen to the paper and start to write. You don't need to know what you're going to write about. But a lot of you have just got stuff in you that you need to get out. Sickness, illness, this isn't hokey pokey, okay? That doesn't really translate, and there's a lot of you that English is not your first language. Um, It's not garbage, okay? What I'm about to say is not garbage. Hocus pocus, yeah, whatever, whatever. It's not witchcraft. There we go. But these illnesses... Cancers, sicknesses, a lot of the stuff, you'll read stuff where it talks about how that's trapped energy, right? We cause illness because of stress. We cause illness because of unhappiness. We cause illness and fatigue inside of our bodies because we don't get it out. Get it out. Put the pen to the paper. Who knows what's going to come out? Give it, I don't know, 15 minutes a day. You will boost your overall happiness. You will boost your overall well-being. You will express your emotions maybe for the first time in a safe place where nobody's going to read it. You'll be able to resolve inner conflicts because you're going to remember how good you actually are. Right? We all have this personal narrative because we all have life that we've lived. And that shapes the world and it shapes how we view ourselves. But sometimes that inner voice is an a-hole and doesn't get it right. So edit the story. Change it, right? Like maybe, maybe it's something like this. Maybe you say something like, I'm having financial problems. I have no friends. And Jesse Lee said I'm supposed to make friends. I'm never going to find love. I'm not lovable. I'm always single. Or I'm fighting with my partner. I'm always in an argument. Nothing's good. And these are all the things you feel about yourself. Then I want you to rewrite it. And go back to the idea of writing it like you're writing it for your accountability partner, like you're writing it for somebody you love, like you're writing it for somebody you care about because you should be somebody you care about. There's a little trend right now that's going on on Instagram where it's like show a photo of, of who you love. Have you seen that? And all I want to ask is when, now y'all will all do it, but I'm over here waiting for somebody to post a photo of themselves. You. You guys, you are love. And there's no doubt that you're surrounded by love. And there's no doubt your partners love you and your friends love you and I love you. But you will not receive any of that If you don't love you, it's affecting your business because people can see it. You can go through the motions every single day, but people can see that. So rewrite that story from the viewpoint of the accountability partner, like I said. Maybe something like instead of I have money problems, money's a challenge, but I'm going to take steps to get myself into financial shape. See how that feels. 
right? Or I'm having a hard time making friends. Maybe everyone struggles making friends. Give it some time. Join some groups. Go to an event. Be nervous and show up at a gym, right? For those who are like, I'm forever single. I'm never going to find love. Maybe you can say something like, don't focus on finding love. Focus on meeting new people. Focus on going on dates. Focus on having fun. Focus on feeling sexy in your own body. body. The rest will follow. Like all of these things in your mind, it just changes. Changes everything. Okay, next. You want to be happier? Move. And I don't mean like, you are not a tree. Move. Okay, like, yeah, whatever. Sure. I'm talking about your actual physical nature. How many of you took the assignment when I said get to the gym? You know, a couple, whatever that was, a couple weeks ago. I'm like, just go. I'm not asking any of you to become Olympic athletes. I'm not asking any of you to, you know, become pro at whatever. I'm not asking any of you to get a six pack or an eight pack, except for Lee. Okay. I'm not, I'm not asking any of you to get into world-class shape unless you want to get into world-class shape. But when people get up and move even a little, they're happier. They're happier. And I want to give you a couple things that I do because I was on the phone with somebody last night and he was talking to me. He's like, you like don't lose time. I'm like, no, everything's structured. So like my morning walk, I have a podcast, right? So I'm moving and I'm taking over my mind, right? And then at night, because he called at night, I'm walking Kumba, right? And he's like, what were you doing? I said, I was saving TikTok sounds. He's like, huh? I said, my night walk with Kumba is the only time I consume TikTok. And I listen and I save sounds. I listen, I save sounds. I listen, I save sounds. So not only do I consume TikTok, which is obviously funny, fun, entertaining. I'm like laughing. I'm doing whatever. But I'm also actually working the business and I'm moving my physical body. What if you set standards around the things that you know you binge on. I'm not going to tell you not to binge on an Instagram feed. I'm not going to tell you not to binge on TikTok because you're going to do it anyway. And then you're going to feel bad about it. So instead of feeling bad about it, instead of feeling bad about it, tie it around an activity that's actually going to increase your happiness, which is just simply moving your body, right? Not rigorous activity, okay? I like that too. You know, I obviously like, like you should have seen my, my mood after the gym yesterday when I tore my, I don't, wow. Okay. I almost said tore my ass up and then I, well, I did just say it. Okay. Like I, wow. Okay. My, my brain was like fireworks. I was like, oh my God. And I don't know if you can relate to me in this, but I can't really get out of my head unless I'm being really physical. Does that make sense? Does anyone else relate to that? Like the meditation and stuff, that's great, but I can't sit there. Doesn't do it for me, okay? It only does it for me when I'm like, this hurts so bad. Like, ah, okay, I feel great. I feel great. And then I'm like done my exercise, my physical activity, and I'm like, mm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good, okay? Pushing yourself, right? This feels, this hurts so bad. I feel great. Exactly, break, okay? So you can do rigorous activity and it's just going to make you happier. Activity goes hand in hand with better health and greater happiness. Like we talked about in the last thing, because I know we're already over the hour is I need you to practice optimism. 
It's absolutely an assignment. I don't think optimism is genetic. I, I mean, maybe a little bit, you know, like my, oh my God, my godson, my nephew, um, the one whose name none of you know, well, some of you know, I guess. So my little Asian one, okay, that one will d- differentiate because <laughs> I got a lot of God babies. My little Asian God baby, the one that's related to me, um, he is very happy. Like, if you've ever seen videos of him, um, he is... Now I'm just going to show you because, oh my God, you guys don't see this. Like, can I just be like the happiest little aunt ever? You've got to see this freaking video. Okay, he is happy. Hold on. Oh my God. Why is this not playing? It's like not working. Oh, here we go. baby right like he's so freaking happy he's always giggling every video my brother sends he's he's like he plant he planks and (laughs) like he doesn't even crawl yet he just does this little like whatever you know I love it he's so happy I just don't think optimism is is genetics I think there's sometimes happy babies and there's sometimes stoic babies that's all I'm saying my point is though you can learn it you can learn it and some of you I'm sure were born into gloomy families right everything was negative everything was falling apart everything was sad everything was doom and gloom right but I know you can still find that inner ray of sunshine and optimism doesn't mean toxic positivity which for sure exists you know these people who are like oh I understand that your so-and-so just passed away well that well you know what it happened for a reason Okay, that is psycho, psycho, okay, that is really crazy. I'm just saying, where are your inner rays of sunshine? Don't ignore the reality of dire situations, but challenge them in a hopeful way. Like, oh, I dropped rank last month. Or, oh, the comp plan, I think I built it wrong. Or, oh my gosh, like that leader just left. Or whatever, fill in the blanks. Oh. This is going to be difficult, but it's a chance to rethink my goals and find out what makes me truly happy, right? And then when you think positive thoughts and you surround yourself with positive people, it really helps because optimism, much like pessimism, is infectious. So check your circle. Check your circle. Are you hanging out with optimistic people? Do you have people that when you're around them, just light you up? You know you're going to have a great time with them and get around them more. 